But here, on the very rim of known space, justice is a long way away. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Brian. Joining us, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Your non-fungible co-host. <laughs> <laughs> your co-host, Julie. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> your co-host, Thorsten. Hello. And your co-host, Jacob. All of this has happened before, and all of this will happen again. <laughs> oh, God damn it. It's so true. Friends, I want to, uh, uh, at the top of the show, I just want to say one or two things. First, I want to apologize for not having a show for the last couple of weeks. I got hit with COVID um, a couple of weeks ago, and it kicked my lily white ass. Excuse my language. But As the scientists call it. Oh, oh my God. There's only like one time I have felt worse in my life. And it was, and I can't imagine what it must have felt like not being that, like I'm vaccine boosted. I can't imagine what it would feel like not being vaccinated and boosted. Oh God. Uh, well, on on that loan, on that, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're not getting, uh, they're not getting audio. Oh no. Bother, bother, bother. Okay. Okay. Now we should be getting audio. Okay. It was an OBS problem. Apologies. Anyone. Apologies, everyone. Um, uh, for some reason, for some reason, OBS decided to switch to another audio uh, thing, and I didn't notice until just now. So let me say all that again. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. Here are all the co-hosts. Hello, everyone. Um, I wanted to apologize because uh, we didn't have a podcast the last couple of weeks. I got hit with covid and it knocked me down real hard. And I just want to say, if you haven't gotten vaccinated and you can get vaccinated, like if you don't have a medical condition that prevents you from getting vaccinated, please get vaccinated. I, I think if I hadn't been vaccinated, I probably would have been in the hospital. I, I barely left the couch for like three days. <laughs> Well, let me take it. Let me take it one step further. If you're listening to this podcast and you are against the idea of getting vaccinated, oh, and please, boosted, please stop listening. Uh, to please, this please stop listening to us. Uh, yeah. Leave the community. We we are better off without you. We don't want you here. I yeah. I will. I will back that up because there's no reason unless you have a medical condition, like you're allergic yeah. to something in the vaccine or something like that. Unless you have a medical condition, there's no reason not to get vaccinated. Then we feel sorry for you because you because oh, that sucks so bad. I can't. Oh, I I have I have a friend who's going through like two forms of cancer. She's immunocompromised, and and she, I don't think she can get one of the vaccines. Oh, yeah, no. Even a vaccine would fuck you up in that state. Right. Royal. Yeah. I I think she can't get one of them. Like I think she couldn't get Moderna because it would mess her up too much. So she had to get. Something like I think she had to get Pfizer even, which isn't as good as it's better than nothing. But like she couldn't get Moderna, for example, because uh, so friends, yes, if you can get vaccinated, I beg you to do so, because I can tell you from experience, I can't imagine what it would have felt like to have covid and not be vaccinated. Well, you can because I went through it. Did you fun? Did you? I didn't know that. The bloody thing. Now. 
Admittedly, it was less terrible than I expected it to be, but I'm also 22 and have the immune system equ uh, equivalent of uh, the Maginot line. Uh, <laughs> so I went through it relatively mildly, but I, it, it, it wasn't great. This. Also, I'm pretty sure it gave me mild hearing loss in my right ear. Oh, fuck. Which, which I've checked later. That is something you can oh. very much do. It can actually permanently damage, like give you permanent neurological damage and like cause, cause, cause loss of hearing. So yes, get vaccinated, everyone. Yes, please. You know, a friend of mine put it this way uh, when we were discussing the same issue. She said, you know, there are a lot of people who feel it's my body and this is the right that I have. But we're all in the same boat and someone else's right to bore a hole in their own portion of the boat. That's where it ends. So you're affecting everybody else's life if you don't get vaccinated. Agreed. And don't think you can't get it because a friend of mine who is vaccinated and boosted and was wearing a cloth mask was exposed for 30 seconds in an elevator and she still got it. Yeah, my wife got it from her student teacher at work and she was double masked, vaccine boosted, Moderna all the way. Um, even, uh, and and she still it still hit her pretty bad. I got it worse because I only had Pfizer, which isn't as effective as Moderna. Um, uh, well, I don't actually remember which one I got, but I mean I caught the damn thing before I, before vaccines were even out yet. So I oh, well I have oh. I had an excuse for not for not getting one, but it was also remarkably unpleasant. Yeah. So I, I know this is a video games podcast, and we try to keep it light, but. Just wanted to say from personal experiences, at least it sounds like more than one of us now has has had this. Please get vaccinated. Please. For the love of God, get vaccinated. Um, we really shouldn't have to say this. We know. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and if you don't want to get vaccinated, just just please remove yourself from the community. Go away. You don't have to announce your exit. Just just go. Go, go, go. So so I can't stream to Facebook for another two weeks. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Uh, I shared a graphic I shouldn't have. It, it, it was basically, it was basically a Neil that said, "Fine, expire then," but not as politely. And uh, you, you've probably all seen that one. And then perish. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Fine, perish then. And um, yeah, I can't stream to Facebook for 14 more and days. Facebook because... took offense to that. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. So. So we're very, um, we're very, I guess we're anti-anti-vaxxer. <laughs> that, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what it is. Yeah, sure, sure. So friends, um, we're working to, we had some guests lined up before we had to postpone because of COVID and, uh, we're working to get them back we we have one guest back for next week. Um, re the developer of remnants of the precursor. So uh, we got him back, but I thought we'd start uh, this little post-COVID break with just kind of a kind of a catch-up show, kind of a what are we what have we been playing, how have we been doing, that sort of thing. Just just a just a just a kind of light, kind of chill catch-up. Like how the hell is everything going? Um, so as I said. I uh, got COVID. It kicked my ass, but I did get to catch up on a lot of great British television as a result. Uh, <laughs> but one thing I started playing um, being sick right before being sick was jump gate, which is why I had on the stream. But I will tell you when I was, 
these past couple weeks, because I haven't been using the computer much because I was on the couch, I've played so much Diablo 3 on the Switch. <laughs> just, it's, I don't know if you guys have played the console version of Diablo 3. I never had until I got it on the Switch. I it's, haven't played any version of Diablo 3, but I'm listening to your... But I'm listening. Diablo 3 is quite good. Um, I, st- I mean, Warhammer Inquisitor is still my favorite, but Diablo 3 is, is quite satisfying. And on the PC, it's good, but on the console with the gamepad controls, it's especially on the Switch where you can just pick it up, do a little slang, and then put it down again and come back to it hours later exactly where you, where you, where you were. It's just kind of the perfect experience almost. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I barely started using my Switch until recently when uh, my favorite racing game uh, started um, appeared on it. And then I saw, oh, Diablo 3 is on the Switch. I like Diablo 3. It was on sale. Adding that one to the bingo. <laughs> and uh, the Switch is a great little machine, by the way, FYI, if you don't have a Switch. Uh, and can get one, you should. It's a really great little machine. But uh, yeah, I didn't... I've considered it, but also it, it it is a lot of money for a whole console system. And while I could play it on mobile, I also don't have any viable TVs in my house. You don't really need one. I, I've never used this thing hooked up to the TV. I use it entirely in handheld mode. It's got a really nice screen. Apparently the OLED version that came out recently is, is an even nicer screen from what I understand. Um, but Diablo three looks great. Uh, Titan quest looks great. Uh, I'm probably going to get rebel galaxy outlaw on it shortly. Um, it's just a, it's a surprising little machine. I'm thinking because I'm thinking of like, what games would I play on it that I need the switch for? But uh, I guess we can talk about it if we're doing just a ramble episode. Uh, yeah, we're doing a ramble episode. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're doing a ramble episode. <laughs> because a lot of the games that are on the Switch are ported over. So what I'm right. probably looking for is like exclusives and stuff like uh like the Super Mario Bros. games are interesting. There's like there's like the, the games I would want to play the most are the Fire Emblem games because they seem like my thing. I've been playing Potent- um, hang on. potentially I've- the new Metroids. I had a Fire Emblem game on the damn thing. I just don't remember which one. Um, I've played it a little bit. You would probably love it. Yeah, you would probably love this thing. Hang on, which Fire Emblem is this? Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's the one I have. Oh, that one. Yeah, it's one of the three ones on the Switch, and I've heard a lot about that. There's there's one that people don't like, one that people like, and one that people really like, and I don't remember which one that is. Three Houses is the one people really like. Yeah, I got okay. it as a gift, and I like it. And there's also some, like, I also think you'd like Xenoblade Chronicles. That's a great game, oh, and I think you would like that a lot. Yes! Yeah, that is that is a great game, and I have it on the Switch. No. It's really great. I am still slightly mad, uh, because I played Xenoblade Chronicles X on the Wii U, back when people <laughs> played that. Then, oh. I sold, then I sold it off because I didn't like it, but... And then I realized how, and then I realized that holy hell, that was probably one of the better JRPGs I've ever played. It was just on a console that no one had. Yeah, I got to talk about it. Yeah, this Xenoblade Chronicles on the Switch is great, and the ports are great too. I just started playing. Well, besides Diablo, uh, Dragon's Dogma was on sale, and so oh, I picked that up, and that is gr- that is great on the Switch. It's great. I, mean, on the I Switch. imagine that's 
there's nothing stopping it from being great. It's a it's a game set for controller with from like ten years. No, I'm not that old, am I? Because it was on PS3 originally. Uh, oh yeah, originally PS3 on like 2013, yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, 2012. Um, just check yeah. the just check the yeah on the on the PS3 and 360. Uh, so yeah, for so yeah, it's a game that's and it wasn't that great looking, so it's not graphically intensive in the first place. Yeah, I see why it will work on the Switch. No questions asked. Uh, yeah, it's great on the Switch. Um, but Diablo three is like the perfect Switch game because you you get in, you 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 kill a bunch of stuff. Oh, I'm gonna put this down. The sleep mode on the Switch, like the other Nintendo consoles, like the DS and whatnot, is great. So it works really well here as well. Um, yeah, the, the Switch is a great little machine. I'm really surprised by it, especially the battery life. Like, this thing can last two days. Uh, well, okay, apparently the more recent ones can, because I've heard that was one of the big things about the early ones. Oh, I don't know. I got this uh, for Christmas uh, two years ago. I barely touched it for a year because uh, didn't really. I'm like, what am I gonna? I, all the games I want to play are on PC. Uh, why would I? Why would I play this? Uh, but then I started getting, you know, games for this thing. I, I want Skyrim on this thing. Julie, you played Skyrim on this, right? Yes, and in fact, let me say, despite the fact that people think, oh my God, how can Skyrim possibly work? Oh, it'll look horrible. Look, it's been fully optimized. Yes, it. there is a little bit of degrade, degradation of graphics, not very much, and it runs smooth as a bunny's butt. <laughs> and I took care of bunnies in college, so I know. <laughs> Yeah, and it's and it's nice to play it. I don't have to sit up there isolated in my room where my computer is. I can be downstairs on the sofa, kick my feet up. Yeah, that's why the picture window. Yeah, that's why I've been using the switch a lot because, like, when I was, I I didn't touch my computer for almost a week. Like, it didn't turn on for almost a week because I was out in the other room on the couch. But I'm like, I still need a video game. I still need something. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and uh, so Diablo three really works. Apparently, Diablo two is also pretty good on it, but I I don't I didn't like Diablo two as much. My own self. Um. But yeah, I mean, I mean, on the PC, I've been playing more and more Warhammer Inquisitor because God, that shotgun build I found that I've been doing. Oh my God, so satisfying. But yeah, I think most of my game playing has been on the Switch lately, surprisingly enough. I actually bought an SD card for it so I could put more games on it. Because it comes with like 15 gigs of space internally, which is nothing. <laughs> you can maybe have one game on the damn thing at a time. Well, depending on the game, I guess. Um, so that's what I... Spaz, what have you been playing? I've been bouncing between, well, quite a few games, but uh, Vampire Survivors is one. Oh, God. Early access. It's Friends. three bucks. Friends. 
buy that if game. One, oh my it. god. Buy if it. you could spare three fucking dollars, excuse my language. If you could spare three fucking dollars, go buy Vampire Survivor. Seriously, it's it it looks like you look at it, you're like, what the hell is this? You start playing it, you're like, what the hell is this? Next thing you know, it's two hours later, you're like, oh, that's what this is. <laughs> and it's great. It, it is so, so great. Hold on. It is what the so hell is this? Okay, so it's it's an evasion game because you don't control when your weapons fire, but this is more like Castlevania as a bullet hell shooter, except you were the one doing the shooting. Yeah, so you're ev- you're evading getting hit while your your power ups and weapons randomly shoot, and they can shoot left to right. They can shoot in different directions. You really don't have control over when or really where you shoot. Some a lot of the time, so depends you, on the weapon. Yeah, it depends on the weapon. Okay, so, yeah, I see, I see it in front of me, and I'm just kind of confused. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It, you look at it and you're like, <laughs> I, I don't. I, yeah, you look at it and you're like, what is this? I don't understand. But it's three dollars. You start playing, you're like, oh, okay, I get this. Because you start, uh, you start playing, and you have like one. Uh, you have one weapon and they, they have all different types of weapons where uh, like some are daggers that shoot left and right or whichever direction you're moving. Some are whips that shoot just left and right, but some, some are like shoot random lightning bolts or, or uh, shoot flames or holy, and, water. or holy water or flame or fire in, in random directions or, or a magic wand that shoots at the closest enemy and you can, build up to 10 of these things. I think, is it 10 spaz? You can no, six weapons at a time, six weapons six at a time. Upgrades. Yeah. Six oh, time, that's six what upgrades. it is. Okay. But so, here's the cool thing. You get them up to level eight. And if you have the correct item as an upgrade item, then that weapon can upgrade into a new type of weapon. That right, 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 right. Slow, your let, damage. Let, let's yeah, slow but, down on the specifics. So, okay. Because so, so it actually feels in a roundabout way, kind of dynasty warriors in terms of what you're doing. Just a little looking bit. at it. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. You're, you're basically, you have all these enemies coming at you and you're finding ways to move through them as your weapons kill them. And as you kill them. Do their own thing. Yeah. As you kill them, they drop little, 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 um, little experience bubbles that you pick up. And when you pick up enough experience bubbles, you level up and you could choose either a, to level up an existing weapon or like a new ability, like some abilities give you more luck. Some abilities give you, let your weapons fire faster. Some abilities, um, there, there's one that faster. allows you to, that adds projectiles to the uh, number of projectiles you fire. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So basically you level up a weapon, it shoots more things basically. Um, and so you're, you're, you're constantly trying to improve your character so it can do more damage to enemies, so it can kill more enemies, so you can continue to level up. And it sounds simple, and it kind of is, really. In, 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 uh, it, it's just a simple loop. It's a very simple loop, but it's so satisfying because the longer you last, the more powerful you get and the more things you kill, and you'll be eventually killing dozens of things at a time. And it's like, now here's the other thing is uh, you only have to survive for 30 minutes. Now that sounds easy. It's not. <laughs> I was about to, it's is, not. Is it one of those games? It is. Where so, like, it's it's is one it like, of those games where it ramps up and I have 22 hours in vampire survivors. It's so because good. every time the dev up, up, 
updates to the game and adds new characters and items, I go through and I get the rest of the achievements because, well, that's what I do. Yeah. So it's, it's it's like half it's like a half minute hero, like in the terms. Okay, not quite, kind of, but like kind of. It's a yeah. game that it's a game that you well, has an upper limit of thirty minutes of playtime. Yeah, yeah, and then you have multiple characters. You have there's a secret character you can unlock. Uh, and the characters and weapons and upgrades are all unlocked just through playing the game. Yeah, and they're persistent. Lovely. Oh, it's yeah. There's it, so much right going on with this. It's it's three <laughs> fucking dollars, and we're like telling everybody, just get it, just get it, because yeah, I, I can I, spare yeah spend more money it. on the yeah on, just, on pizza. Don't even worry about uh, getting it on sale. Just it's get worth it, it at. Oh the, my god! The yeah, price it is. It is in early access. Don't let that stop you. And yeah, and I say that very it's so playable. Very it's, strongly, it's so playable right now. It doesn't. Fe- it doesn't feel early access at all, like at all. Um, it feels it, like a 1.0 that's just getting more additions and polish. That's exactly what it feels like. And I, I wonder if the developer took a gamble at pricing it at three dollars. Um, because apparently it's working for them. Like so many people I know are buying it and playing it and loving they it. Have- they have not- over 21,000 reviews and 99% positive. Yeah. If that gives you any indication as to how good it actually is. Like this, yeah. this honestly kind of feels like a more advanced version of like a flash game that you'd find on Newgrounds in like 20, 2006. It, it, it is. I can see that. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the like theoretical difference between zero and $3 is, I guess, not that massive. So, uh, uh, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. I've I toy with it when I'm just like I got ten minutes to kill. Let's see how long I can get this guy to survive. Like my longest run, I think, was eleven minutes. <laughs> I have completed it several times. Wow, um, I fail more often than than I succeed. But it's one of those where you have persistent upgrades. There is that roguelite element to it, where you can buy per- permanent upgrades with the gold that you earn during each run and and you don't lose gold by dying you you get to keep it and you can stockpile it until you can spend it on something so it's not like you go back to zero every time you play yeah exactly so yeah i can't that that i don't know if i found it through you spaz i think i did but it's just been gaining more and more momentum and it's really great to see uh it's really great to see such a indie success story like this one. No. Was that, did you mention the other game you were bouncing off between? Or did you no, just... I've, 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 there have been several. <laughs> that was just the first. Uh, Nova Drift, which is in a similar vein. Oh, very good. Very yeah. good. Yes. So very, that very good. Recent update. Huge update. Added, uh, yes. Yeah, which added some uh, some changes to the way that the levels are generated. And it mixes up the enemies in a very interesting way because it's, it's procedural now, or mostly procedural. And it's harder, honestly, earlier on than it is much later. And I play on a slightly elevated difficulty with more of the hazards in play. So my score is a little bit higher, but I fail a lot more. Mm. I still like it, though. Right. Uh, then there is um, 
Mountain Blade Bannerlord. I've been playing more of that. Hmm. Uh, another one I picked up recently is Three Minute Heroes, which is uh, uh, similar to a cross between, let's say, Plants vs. Zombies and Retropolis. And I know you've played both of those, Brian. Hmm. Uh, three Minute Heroes is literally that. You have to survive for three minutes each level. Hmm. Uh, you place down cards to put down your units, towers, uh, spells, whatever you want to use to defend your house. And in between levels, you acquire more cards, you upgrade the cards you have, acquire new units, and it's a really interesting little game. And That's then on cool. PS4... Oh, wait, actually, there is one more. Uh, Unpacking. Yes, I picked that one up and played for 10 hours, got through the story, loved it. Uh, I won't spoil anything because it is a very... It's, it would be easy to spoil because there's no dialogue. It's, the details you find out about the person's life that you are unpacking over the course of eight moves... Those are details you just have to kind of glean for yourself based on the information given, the the items that you see that carry with you from move to move, and the ones that are left behind. It's a it's an interesting way to do a narrative, and I hope they do more in that style with different characters, so you see different different um, lives being led. Because in that case, it goes over the course of about twenty years. Hmm. See, now that you've said that, it seems more interesting. When I first heard about it and saw the trailer, I said, oh, boy, it's a lifting and packing game. Well, go back to my days working in the factory. Yeah, it's so much more than that. It is so much more than that. And you can get through it. Most in, things are. Yeah, yeah. It, you can get through it in about six hours if you're going quickly, but about 10 hours if you're just taking your time with it and thinking about where you want to place things. There's also a an option at the in the menu that you can place anything anywhere if you want to do it that way too. You know, work without the constraints. Oh. Hey, a bot, you guys. Yay, we got a bot. Yeah, taking care of that right now. <laughs> Guess we're getting more popular. Yay. Uh, <laughs> yay. Um, Russian bots no bots no less really popular. At least it's a sister bot. <laughs> right, hold on. So uh Julie, I, I don't think we I don't think we legally have moderated permissions on the YouTube up no, for that later. Oh did you deal with that then? Yeah, yeah he, I was saying we were dealing with he, it. Yeah, he always like, have to deal with it during the morning stream, so Yeah, he always yeah. does. It's great. Uh Julie, what have you been playing lately? Well, most of the time I've been playing a game where in real life they work my butt off. I, I actually had to put it on back on at the end of my last shift. Uh, I won't get into it, but a lot of people have left and I've been taking up the slack because it's my job. Uh, I have been playing Star Trek with Welcome Back Luke for the first time a long time. Oh, good. And uh, Torsten and I have been playing, 
And uh, if you'll bear with me, I will bring up, uh, I have to take my hand off the button here. I will bring up what I've been playing on my Switch OLED, which I waited for till four in the morning where the person from Amazon delivered it because I was afraid because we got ports these in the neighborhood. Oh, no. Um, I had been playing several things. Uh, the thing I had looked at and started playing, I wish I hadn't, is something called Bixark. Um, and uh, I have been trying. I'm determined after our lesson on tactics games to get a real handle on that. And I would think having played Endless Space 2 through a couple times, I wouldn't have the problem that I have with Mechanicus, but I'm still having kind of a oh, they're hard very time they're, they're very on. different games. They're very 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 different. And uh, I I also found XCOM, so I'm kind of working my way up to uh, to XCOM. Uh, but in the meantime, I have played. Um, I played this. Normally, I hate side scrollers. But like I said, I got tired of one day of being kind of hidden up and upstairs in the top level of my room. And I said, I, I want to go back where there's real people. And so uh, I started playing on the sofa and a little game called Unravel 2, which it was a lot of fun. And, uh, and so ever since I got this Switch, it's the first time I had a console since uh, PlayStation, before PlayStation started having numbers after the word and uh so it goes back a ways and uh one of the things i have always wanted to play was pokemon and i had a chance to play uh pokemon legends arceus and i enjoy it and i don't care what all the haters say um i run into a lot of people who say you haven't got a right to criticize this unless you're a game developer and i said i i know a number yeah i know yeah, they say, one person said, unless you're a game developer, your opinion is just that. And I said, look, if I take my car to be repaired, right, and it doesn't work long enough to leave the lot, I don't have to know how to build the car to know the job was a bad job. And I said, I know a, I know a game developer really well, and if he were to tell me, Julie, this stinks, I'd say, I don't care. I'm still gonna play it because I enjoyed it. So, so what the the Pokemon game stinks? Or well, a lot of people say they don't like it because they've changed it around. They changed the way the combat wor- works. The graphics are 3D now, which I think is outstanding. And I've just I've had a, a great time playing it. And uh, but also a couple of little games, kind of a, a one game called a subsurface circular, which is more like a book kind of thing. And uh, I found a few little indie games that uh, are just a lot of fun, and uh, that's one of them. So, yeah, and I'm still determined to get a handle on uh, tactical tactics games. Played a lot of uh, X4. And every Sunday night, we have a static group that gets together and plays Final Fantasy. And uh, anybody's welcome to join us who wants to. Oh, and as Luke said, that anybody wants to join us uh, on 
Star Trek Online is welcome to. And don't forget, folks, Star Trek Online is free to play. And uh, I, don't, I don't know what you've heard about it. The space stuff is fine. Don't worry. I mean, don't worry about the ground stuff. It's not great. Just go in knowing it's not great and you'll be fine. <laughs> just, just, I mean, if, if you go in knowing that the ground stuff is, ugh, then your expectations will be properly set and you'll be fine. I haven't touched that game in a while, but I remember playing it to absolutely hell and back. It's, it, uh, there are a I, lot of things it does right. Yeah. And, and I would say there are certain, certain missions where you know they just had fun. For example, the, the, uh, the nod to uh, the Magnificent Ferengi episode. Wait, what? They did in FTO. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> that oh, was yeah. A, that was a great episode. They even had one of the Ferengi uh, walking away from an explosion and putting sunglasses on. <laughs> he walks away from it because they just had fun. Okay. Well, that was great. And that was a great episode, too. Um, yes, it was. And they're giving away two free ships. One you have to earn. One you just have to go in there and grab the tier 60 token. I mean, I'll note that I'm on a hiatus from MMOs, but if I were still playing MMOs, uh, that would be the one I would play. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I forgot to mention I'm also playing Lord of the Rings Online. That's like the MMO I'm in right now. I finally got to Moria. Finally, uh, forever. Uh, Thorsten, what are you playing lately? Well, I've got quite a list of games. Uh, I've seen that in the preparation to this podcast, and uh, I thought, well, did I really play so much games? Uh, of course, Julie mentioned already uh, Star Trek Online, uh, which and I've got to disagree a bit uh, on the on the part you you said uh, about the ground part. Uh, I like the ground part pretty much. Oh, that's good. That's good. I find it. I, I the thing I the thing the problem I have with it is they make it. They they fe- it feels like a lot of it is padded out more than it needs to be. Like they make the levels bigger so you'll have to run around longer and spend more time in there. You know what I mean? So I I just like. Yeah. So that's what bugs me about it, but it's not like bad or anything. It's just, it needs to, it's, it just has a lot of fat that I feel could be trimmed. You know what I mean? And it just takes me out of it a little bit. Yeah. It feels dated is what I would say because it, the ground combat hasn't changed all that much from it's from its days before it went free to play. So there is that. And some of the missions are still some of the legacy missions, the old, old legacy missions very early on in the gameplay are still there and they haven't changed all that much either. But Hmm. space combat, on the other hand, that that is fun. So, yeah, that's the best part of the game. No question. Yeah, Yeah, true, true, for sure. What else are you playing? Uh, So it's, of course, uh, Inquisitor. (laughs) Yay. Uh, Man, uh, that's that's by far the uh, worst and best recommendation you ever ever gave me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. Uh, 
I uh, it's it's currently my my go to game uh, if I don't know what to play. <laughs> it's great for that, isn't it? I think it's great uh, for that because. Unlike a lot of MMOs where you're like, oh, here's a big map you have to run around. Uh, not MMOs, uh, ARPGs, where here's a big map you have to run around and kill all these things. It's like, no, you do one mission, you do one map, you're done. And if you want to do a second one, great. But if you have 15 minutes to kill, you can just do one mission and and that's it. Really great. Yeah. I, I'm really surprised how good this game is. Uh, I, I had to say it, it's... It, because you you know uh, how I dislike uh, Warhammer and uh, the whole <laughs> universe, and uh, I really I really like this game. Uh, another one, of course, is approaching Infinity, uh, which uh, I've got so proficient in this game uh, currently. Uh, I really uh, it's really hard for me to die in that game <laughs> or, uh, uh, by now. Uh, if I if I go back uh, a few months. There was there was hardly a time I survived the third sector, and uh, I I'm able by now to 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 play the game uh, till the end most of the times. Hmm. And uh, that brings me that brings me to the next one, and from the same uh, death uh, that is uh, the Curse of Yenda. Oh yes, basic, basically it's the same as uh, approaching Infinity, but in a fantasy environment and. Uh, Damn, it's it has it had the same effect on, on me like uh, approaching infinity. To be honest, <laughs> uh, I downloaded it and uh, it didn't stop. Uh, didn't stop playing. Wait, what was the last one? Called? Uh, the, Curse uh, the Curse of Yendor. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's his other game. That's right. That's right. That's right. And uh, uh, there are a lot of other pl- uh, games I I, I played in. in Meantime, Hellish Quad is uh, is another uh, to go uh, game uh, right now. That's an uh, sword fighting and, and fencing uh, combat game, and it's great. Wait, what's it's it? What, what is great. it? What is it called? Hellish, Hellish Quad. Hellish Quarter. Well, that's a unique one. Yeah. yeah. No, Hellish Court. Oh, Hellish yeah. Court. Yeah. Oh wow! Look at that thing. That's one. I, I don't. I, I generally don't like uh, uh, such uh, combat games be, uh, uh, or beat 'em ups. But this one uh, really, really got me. And I've got a lot of older games I'm I'm playing again. Uh, Luna Flight. Oh, uh, good one. Yeah, I I discovered I you, know, you could play it with a with a uh, with a gamepad and. I really like like it. Uh, still like it. It's so hard. It's so it's hard. Very hard. It's very oh, hard. Oh but, God, uh, that's so good. <laughs> pretty interesting. Pretty interesting, and it's a bit sad that uh, that the dev uh, doesn't work on it anymore, or, or uh, made a second part of it. Yeah, I don't know what's going but, on there. Uh, I guess he he he, he is a dev. Uh, doesn't uh, doesn't uh, go into doesn't def, uh, doesn't do any games anymore. I guess that's uh, that's a reason. I can't say I blame them. I mean, it's... Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Another one. Another one. I'm I'm uh, into back again is Ancient Frontier. 
uh, especially the uh, the steel shadows uh, uh, part that the uh, hex based uh, space combat tactical game. Oh yeah, that one, right? <laughs> I well, think repeat, it's, uh, it's repeat I the name. Ancient Frontier. Uh, ancient Frontier. Ah. It's a it's a heck it's a turn based hex space combat thing uh, that came out God four and uh, a half years four, four yeah, and yeah. a half years ago. Yeah, and uh, apparently it got a sequel. Question? Fuck. Uh, it's kind of an standalone. <laughs> yeah. And that's one. Uh, that's the one I'm. I'm playing. Aren't you? Uh, Steel Shadows uh, game, and it's a. Uh, it's has a pretty good story. I've got to say. Yeah, I, I, th- I, I think uh, Steel Shadows is the better of the two of them, if I recall correctly. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. It's and, and again, it's it has a pretty good story uh, to it. With a pretty tragic ending, in in my opinion, it's currently on sale for five bucks. That's a pretty good price for this. That's, that's a steal for for, for for this game. It's a pretty lengthy game, if I recall correctly. Yeah, right. Uh, around thirty thirty uh, story missions and uh, three to four de- uh, 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 side missions uh, per story mission. God, that came so out. That's, that's a lot of gameplay. That came out at the Actually. end of 2018, and that feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's that meme going around? It's like January was a long year, but we all got through it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Or as I say, you know, do, could, can you believe that March 2020 was six years ago? <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, 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 it feels like it, doesn't it? Though? It so does. Yeah, <laughs> it so does. Oh, that's a lot of stuff, Thorsten. Did you have any more you wanted to to uh, to, to throw out there? Uh, then I've got um, um, uh, White Bastards. Oh, that's, so that's, uh, an, uh, that's an older game too, but I've finally managed to to uh, to complete uh, the first run of it, and um, I'm very very surprised. Uh, despite its uh, very um, weird graphics, uh, to put it uh, to put it uh, that way, it's a pretty fun game, and I've played Heavenly Bodies a while, but uh, I'm Let's put it that way. That game is very complicated. <laughs> so this is uh, that's, that's from from my part mostly. That's quite a few games. Get a lot of gaming in. There's one I didn't mention, which is uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite. Oh, how is that? I've been playing, on, I've been playing it oh, on PS4, yeah. and you would not want to stream it, Brian. I know this for certain because there are indeed facehuggers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't show up until the fourth chapter, but still, yeah, you wouldn't want to. Yeah, it doesn't sound like my thing. <clears throat> like at all. It's a good game as a co-op shooter, three-player co-op shooter. I've been playing with with uh, uh, my brother and uh, and his wife, and yeah, we have a great time with it, but 
it is not something for you, Brian. I can tell <laughs> that for certain. <laughs> yeah, you know me, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I wonder if how I'd feel about face huggers now, now that I wear a mask every night on my face, which is... <laughs> Hey, free hugs. <laughs> <laughs> like I wear, like it wraps around my entire head, this thing, this APAP uh, thing. It wraps around my entire head, basically, with this big mask on the front. So I wonder how I'd feel about face huggers now that I wear that every night. Because I basically, uh, I, I basically get a, I get, a, I basically get a hug from this thing every night. <laughs> awesome. Incredible. Uh, so. Sir, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I don't have much to say because over the past couple of weeks while you've been sick, I've been surviving university, but I've made a mistake. Uh-oh. A mistake called getting into Escape from Tarkov. It's a great oh, game. I oh love no. it. Don't oh, no. play it, please. Oh, no. no. You have so much to live for. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. No, I, it is no. Can I go on about it for a bit? Absolutely. Because it's a game. Go ahead. I, because... It is a very specific issue I have. It is an excellent game with the perfect mechanics for the wrong genre. They took everything great. They made the best tactical shooter since Rainbow Fething 6. They made the best like gun handling mechanics since like like combining like Stalker and uh original Rainbow Six and uh Ghost Recon. And they put and they slapped it and they slapped on a genre tag of Battle Royale. Because uh. fuck you! And your time. Oh, and then, and then, and then, and then they've decided, you know, it's not bad enough. Let's just take the economy of EVE Online and slap on top of that. Wait, what? It's a, it has an EVE Online in Corey. It has like a freaking oh. player. It's a, it has a player-driven market. Oh. It, if you die, you lose all your stuff. You don't take oh. out into raid anything you can't afford to lose. It just straight up has, has EVE Online economy. It's just which is why I keep saying, this is an excellent game. Please don't play it. Save yourself. <laughs> I've watched some streamers play it because everyone's playing it. And I watched some streamers oh. playing it. And I'm like, oh, there's a lot going on here. I think I would just get run out of patience with all this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't blame you. I, I, it's, I, do, I don't dislike it. But I absolutely don't recommend anyone plays it. <laughs> but it scratches a specific itch that you have for yes, whatever it's there's giving a non-zero, you. Yeah, especially now that Stalker 2 got delayed even further and may or may not come out, assuming, well, if things get slightly upheaved, uh, slightly upheaved in Ukraine, like they probably might be. Uh, oh, God. oh, they're Ukraine. The, that developer is Ukrainian? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh boy. Always oh. has been. It's, oh. it, it's, it's how they know so much about Chernobyl and the local area because it is the local area. Oh, but yeah, uh, they, they said explicitly, if the place getting, if Ukraine gets invaded, they might have to cancel the game altogether, which is fair. Completely understandable. <laughs> like, completely <laughs> understandable. Completely. Yes. If you're like, out of all the reasons to cancel a video game, the lit, uh, the iron boot of, boot of Vladimir Putin <laughs> stomping down your door is probably one of the better ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine. Though, you know, there's going to be one guy on Steam. Well, why don't you just move to another country and develop there? And a big they fuck tried, you. tried. A big fuck not, you to they you. Haven't. <laughs> uh, well, 
See, fun, okay. Well, first off, they're not big enough to try that, but uh, the developers of Metro have actually done that. Uh, they moved to uh, Malta because Ukraine oh. was going through a lot. <laughs> Still is. <laughs> Still is. Well, yeah. Oh. Basically, you get the yeah, basically things aren't going great, and yeah, Stalker Two may or may not happen, and Tarkov is the closest I can get to it as far as you know a, you know, an effective uh, like high de- highly detailed tactical shooter. That is in Armor Three because it's still fu- it's still more organized and less jank than Armor Three, which I know sounds difficult, but it just is. Trust me. Besides uh, uh, that, uh, uh, unless you want me to talk about tabletop RPGs, there's not much to talk about. You can talk about tabletop RPGs. It's a game. Uh, okay, fair. <laughs> it is a game because I've gotten into the thing that I will shill for eternally and try to sell to everyone, and that is Flying Circus, of nothing, nothing to do with with Monty Python, uh, more with uh, more with the original one, uh, the chap called the Red Baron, because it's a it's a very specific niche for a tabletop RPG game in that it's a game about flying planes. Oh wow! More specifically, it's kind of an. It's kind of an urban fantasy. Uh, why, why are we on the right? Why are we? Why are we on the BRB screen? Oh, I don't know. Good question. Can, can you check that real quick? I don't know. Yeah, I just noticed that. Huh. Right. So, so what I was gonna say is it's a, it's a tabletop RPG that is about flying. There's about uh, there's about being being adolescent disasters flying uh, huh. flying high powered aircraft in the in a kind of uh, but it, it kind of diesel punk fantasy 1920s thing. Uh, now, that by itself is an interesting pitch for people that care about this sort of stuff, but it's something that I've basically been playing on the weekly for, uh, for the past like couple months or so, and it is immensely fun uh, for, two re- uh, well, for two reasons. It was designed by someone that knows how to make, uh, uh, how to uh, form games into a good and effective narrative. It's based on Powered by the Apocalypse. And it's also designed by the same person that is very good at knowing how planes work. So <laughs> it is a very specific niche, but it's a niche that appeals to me very directly. It can, it's, it sounds it's a little happening. Crimson Skies-ish, a little bit. Uh, it is Crimson sky, Skies-ish, though significantly lower tech. You're flying biplanes. And also it's, it's, it's Crimson Skies, but with the but with adolescent interpersonal drama and everyone being a, and everyone being a complete a, a complete immature disaster Mecha- you're mechanically encouraged to be an immature disaster oh interesting is that an rpg or is that a table uh, tabletop a game? table a tabletop game flying circus ah interesting got to got, got, got to take a look at that sounds interesting uh, uh, i could send you the link afterwards it is set it is set in a uh, fantasy not germany <laughs> I think I just found it on Drive Through RPG. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, that would be it. Uh, yep, that's featuring really snazzy red cover book that the author was very that that the author was uh, slightly concerned about. Uh, like short story, short story. There at, at one point she was extremely con- concerned about the red cover book because she went like because she went like it's too much like Dungeons and Dragons and. People kind of don't like, and people don't like Dungeons and Dragons, and also it's kind of a ripoff. And everyone went, "Please, Erica, keep the cover. It's cool." And it's then she released cover. the book, and then she released the book, uh, and she went and she and she went, "Oh, uh, look! Like when I got images from the from the store shelves, and like uh, 
images when people sent sent me. I really liked uh, how the book how the book out to that, and and everyone was like, "Hey, what did we tell you, Erica? We told you to keep the cover." <laughs> and steampunk Valkyrie, Valkyrie Chronicles. Steampunk is a strong word because it's more like kind of fat. It's got. It's not steampunk by definition because there's very little steampunk. It is grounded in like real, real-ish 1920s tech, uh, though with some occasional. Uh, what with the teen drama? Yes, uh, maybe definitely. a little bit diesel punk. Maybe yeah, bit. more more diesel punk. Because there's some weird stuff like laser beams because they have to be. It is a fantasy game. You can yeah, also I was, I was gonna say there's a there's um there's a dragon yeah, that's, that's on the cover. That's yeah. a dragon in the background. Uh, you don't want to mess with those. Uh, see, the the book cover implies you can fight the dragon. You can't. The dragon just kills you. Oh, well, that makes sense if you're fly- flying biplanes made of wooden spit. Uh. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's, that's something I've been playing. Uh, and it, it's it, it's really bad when I have to resort to RPGs when it comes to things I've been playing. Because I haven't been playing much many, uh, games a lot. And I'm the sort of person that tends to kind of settle onto one game and play it a lot. And I've been, I picked a bad game for that. This time around. <laughs> is this flying circus uh, though, thing available in print or is it only a... Is it uh, only- yeah, you okay. can absolutely buy it in print. Uh, okay, you could, but it got... It will come back It will come back to print on demand at some point in the near future. I'll actually ask Erica later about this because I can. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, because I, I love... I love This looks like the kind of thing I would want to actually have a print for. I love this cover. And this looks like something I would actually want a print version. I prefer uh, the print- art in this book is gorgeous. Yeah, I prefer print versions of RPG books, uh, honestly. So, uh, so I would well, love uh, a yeah, print I'll, version of this. I'll ask later when it comes back up to back up on sale and just send it over when that happens. Great. Uh, besides that, I just remember another thing I've been playing a bit. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is a thing that came out, and it's surprisingly good. I guess not surprisingly. I mean, it's been on the Switch for several months already, and people tested it out. Mm. Monster Hunter Rise? Yeah. Uh, it's. I don't know if it's better or worse than Monster Hunter World, but it plays different. Like, World was an intentional departure from the series to be... Uh, 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 yeah, it's, it's an intentional departure from the series to play, like, differently, more like a quote-unquote traditional RPG with an actual story set and stuff, rather than just being this mission-based monster of the day thing. But Rise is far... Uh, Rise is, like, far closer to, like, what I first played, Monster Hunter, like, Freedom Unite on the PSP back in... Oh, God, that was a while back. <laughs> uh, I, I, th- I think I like it. It has solid gameplay. It's pretty varied. And uh, it is on Steam, though. It is on Steam for full 60 USD, and I don't know if I'd pay that much for it. I'd say wait for a bit. I might get it. I, I just It's on the Switch as well, which seems to be, I don't know, I don't know, feel like a better fit for this kind of game for me. Um, okay, probably, but... Uh, oh. oh, no. The, the stream is down. <laughs> Well, uh, OBS crashed. So, uh, great. Great. We're having some fun technical. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I can't restart the stream because once you use an event token, that's it. So we might as well just wrap it up. (laughs) Uh, Well, I, (laughs) 
Wow, this has been a great show. This has been a great show from a technical perspective. Just really, really Knocking fantastic. Yeah, we started off with no, audio, with no audio and we ended with no stream. Oh. We've had worse. Yeah, no, I know oh. we've had worse. Um, Open broadcast software, eternally reliable and... Uh, it usually uh, is. It doesn't usually crash like this. I don't know what's going on. I wonder if switching to Windows 11 fucked me over. Is this the uh, kind quite- of thing that will restart itself eventually? Or? No, no. I mean, I could start the stream again, but like for five or six minutes, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, so let's just wrap up. I mean, people can get this on the audio because I'm still recording. Um, God, that's awesome. Frustrating, though. Uh, so folks listening on the audio, uh, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. With the developer of Remnants of the Precursor, uh, Ray Fowler. Uh, We're going to have him back on the show. That's going to be very exciting. Uh, So thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) Even if you can't watch. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.